Did you know Florida may just be the best state in the United States to buy real estate right now? I will tell you why and also tour some awesome properties with Saxon Evans and Rob Rotter. It is just ahead. It's You Have Real Estate. Welcome to You Have Real Estate with me, attorney Justin Clark. Whether you're a first time home buyer, renter, seasoned investor, or just looking to sell your home, this show is designed just for you. Think of it like hitting multiple open houses, all from your living room, with my attorney advice throughout the way. If you have any questions whatsoever during the program, I have people standing by right now to take your call, 407-205-0400. Or if you wanna start that house hunt this weekend, you're going to need a pre-approval letter. Dallas Lehman with You Have Mortgages standing by at that same phone number, it's 4 zero seven two zero five zero four zero zero great show for you today you're going to love this program and now it's time for the opening statement you know i'm very bullish on the real estate market in florida but there's something else i'm bullish on as well and that is solar energy i had a 500 dollars electric bill that is now 50 dollars because i made the change to solar and i did it through iq power solar Stephen Bader, my good friend, COO of IQ Power Solar, tells us how I did it. You know, the EPA puts out a graph that, that, that rates states and, and areas for productivity in regard to photovoltaics or solar panels, and Florida ranks pretty high. So solar is a lot more valuable here than in other states. One of the largest differentiators between us and our competitors is we really, we constantly try to understand electricity. And uh, in reality, Solar has a different value to every single home based on their behavior and the way that they live their life. And if you don't really look at those things, you can't really gauge a proper ROI. Our programs are all no money down programs. They're not designed to, you know, to get money down or to get any money up front. They're designed to essentially have you into a program where your payment is less than what you're already paying on your electric bill. It's supposed to be a very easy, seamless transition. Um, there's very rare cases where, you know, if someone you know, doesn't necessarily qualify for the better programs or subprime lenders, et cetera, but it's no money down. You don't pay until after it's installed. You're already saving money before you pay anything. I have never been more excited about the Florida real estate market than I am right now. I mean, as we sit here today, we're basically at 2006 prices, 14 years later. I mean, we're in a really, really good place, but more importantly, we have 906 human beings moving to this state every single day. That's like creating the city, the size of Orlando every year, a whole new city of people moving to this state once a year. It's unbelievable. And also think about it like this. We're only the 20th most expensive state when it comes to real estate, yet you have to admit we're in the top three or four when it comes to beauty. I mean, everyone wants to live in Florida. Okay, maybe California, but we don't really wanna go there, let's be honest. Arizona's warm no real oceans. I mean, Florida is right at the top of the list, but it's only the 20, 20th most expensive state. I love Florida, but let's look at the prices in Florida. You're like, oh, well, so expensive to buy houses in Florida. No, it's really not. The average list price of a house in the state of Florida, and Central Florida is actually a little bit less than this, but in Florida alone is $299,000, which breaks down to $167 per square foot. That's pretty good if you look nationwide. Look at Washington, D.C. Average list price, $599,547 per square foot. Hawaii, beautiful place, long flight, long expensive flight, $635,000. Average list price per square foot, $521 
per square foot. California, and we know about the taxes out there too, $549,000 average list price, $320 per square foot. Look at the average list price here, under $300,000. Here in Florida, $167 a square foot. And with the mortgage rates where they are, what, 3.8%, you would have to be crazy not to buy, especially if you're renting right now. If you're renting right now, I can guarantee you, you're paying more for rent than you would pay for the mortgage on the exact same house. Another thing, look at the property taxes here. Some people come into my office and they complain, oh, my property taxes are so high. They're really not. Florida is right in the middle when it comes to states. We're like the 25th most expensive property tax state. The average property tax here, $1,700 per month. New Jersey, Average property tax in New Jersey, $7,600 per year. And you wonder why I'm bullish on the Florida real estate market. I don't think there's ever been a better time to buy. And I want to be very clear. I'm not just saying this to be positive or, oh, I'm trying to push the real estate market. This is 100% how I believe. I don't necessarily think there's ever really been a better time to buy. I think we have a great state, no state income tax. Now's a great time to be a resident of Florida. And now it's time for real questions. Every Saturday here on You Have Real Estate, I ask real questions to the truly trend-setting people in Central Florida's real estate community. Today on the show, I have Saxon Evans. He's gonna talk about the commercial real estate world. And then Rob Rotter is going to talk about the residential world. Welcome back, Saxon. How are hey, you? Now, Phil, here. didn't we have a conversation about not bringing him back on because he's so young and handsome? Uh, how did the, how did this guy get back on the show? I bribed him. I gave <laughs> you him bribed? Cash, is yeah. that what it was? Uh, hold Tyson or Tyson. What's the right way? Hold Tyson. Hold Tyson. Okay. Whatever you want. All right. You do commercial. I do. Now, do you see any regular people like me who are looking to do investments? Mm-hmm. Can people invest in commercial deals at all? Absolutely. And a lot of the times you can get them for about the same price that uh, you're selling an average house in Florida for. So, so if I'm going to buy a, a commercial mm-hmm. piece of property, sure. what kind of down payment am I looking to to pay? I mean, how much how much is down payment? It really depends on the the type of property you buy. If you buy, you know, a million dollar property per se, you're going to want to have to put down at least two hundred fifty thousand. Yeah. But usually, you have an income stream coming in that offsets your mortgage. Right. So, net net, it's it's usually a, a wash, if not. Uh, something better for your portfolio. Yeah. So I imagine you see a lot of business owners who are debating, okay, should I own my own business here, but I don't know if I should rent my space or should I buy the space? I mean, what are some of the positives and negatives to renting versus buying as a business owner? Uh, it's a good question. When it comes to buying, the the buyer or the, the tenant is able to actually go out and uh, lock in a rate for five to 10 years. If you're renting a couple years down the line when you have to renegotiate your lease and let's say the market gets a lot better, then you're kind of at uh, the, whim, the whim and mercy of your landlord. And if you, if you plan on being there for 10 years, probably not the best idea to keep renting. Gotcha. What, um, when, I'm, when I'm buying, sure. what kind of interest rate? Now we talk about you know, 4% interest rates for residential, basically. Sure. Uh, what is commercial looking like? So typically, it, right now, it'd be pretty good if you got 4%. Oh, yeah. uh, for the Walmart that we'll be showing later, that one's a little bit of the higher class, and we're getting down to 3.3%. But, uh, you know, it's a blue chip stock for the most part. So people are willing to take more risk on it. Yeah. Do you enjoy doing lease or, or purchase better? What's, what's more fun for I you? I typically will never do leasing unless it's for a client that I like and yeah. it's almost a favor. But uh, I love sales and I love getting someone in the right spot. But uh, leasing, like I said, you're kind of at the mercy of your landlord. And 
I kind of want people to be a little bit more independent. In residential, you know you've made it when you don't really work with buyers anymore. Sure. You know you only do listings. Is commercial similar or is it different? It's almost the opposite. Oh, really? So you go out and try to find the listings and then you find your good set of buyers that you trust and they transact six to ten times a year and then uh, you, you find what they need. Gotcha. So uh, let's say that I am looking to lease. So I'm just sure. not ready to buy. I'm a business owner, but I do want to lease. What kind of negotiation can I do as the, the person who's looking to lease this, this unit? I mean, can I talk about build out terms? I mean, what kind of negotiations really go on there? Practically anything under the sun is uh, fair game. You could come in and say, I need, they'll say 100,000 to finish my build out, but uh, I don't wanna pay rent for another six months or an abatement. There's everything you can do and it all depends on the vacancy in the area and whether or not the landlord's uh, really scared he's gonna lose you as a tenant and the cost to get a different tenant in there is more than what you're asking for. Any idea why whenever we look at uh, commercial property mm -hmm. for lease, that it does the uh, price per square foot, like we have to do it based on the year. It's so oh, yeah. confusing to me. Help me understand this. You know what? Residential is confusing for me because it's the opposite. <laughs> yeah. and this, so this is all I know, but it's, it's just a way that you can look at the year and say, okay, that's going to be my net expense and uh, do it that way. Gotcha. So I think we all know the residential market right now, you know, pretty strong, mm -hmm. you know, maybe slowed down a little bit, uh, but you see all these articles all the time and people can really keep up with how we're doing residential wise but we don't really necessarily know how we're doing commercial-wise. Sure. How would you describe the commercial market now? I'd say nationally, it's trending downward. We're, we have a situation where we have a lot of people moving away from states with high taxes, like you said, California mm -hmm. and New York and the Northeast, trying to come to Florida because they're chasing what yields are left. For instance, with that Walmart, the yield on that is four and a quarter percent. And if you get a loan on that, that's, that's a very low yield at the end of the day. But people are coming down here as a safe haven. Rob just nudged me and he wanted to know what yield means. Yeah, <laughs> just just the percent you you get. So Thanks. if it's a $10 million property and you're making 425000 net, your yield would be four and a quarter percent. Gosh. Yeah. <laughs> it was me asking. I, just, uh, I was embarrassed. You know what I mean? Oh, my goodness. Uh, it, the, uh, it, the Is the leasing market and the, and the uh, purchase market kind of always going up and down together or do they vary? It, it really depends on the product. So usually office is the last thing to top out and the last thing to come back. And then industrials in the middle and retail is usually first. So it depends on what uh, product you're working. But uh, it's hard to really nail it down. It's yeah. just all moving and you just have to get in front of it. So let's say I'm a business owner right sure. now. I'm looking to lease 3,000 square feet in, in, in Maitland, in one of those big office buildings mm -hmm. in Maitland. Is the price now per square foot, as we see here today, more or less than it was, say, three years ago? The price per foot is definitely more than it was. It's before. more now. Yeah, the population has gone up, and a lot of people are coming to Orlando for work instead of tourism, which uh -huh. is great for us, but it causes prices to go up. And uh, well, good high prices are good for us, but at the end of the day, hard to buy, and so a lot of people are forced to lease. Pull out the crystal ball for a moment. So as sure. we see here today, let, let's say that I, I'm looking to rent a space. It's 18 bucks a square foot mm -hmm. right now in, in Winter Park. Yes. Three years forward, is it going to be more or less than it is right now? Oh, man. The young, young pessimist in me says that it's probably going to be about the same, if not less, just because I think historically we're going to have an interest rate increase, which is going to make it harder to get loans and therefore pull down values of properties. So rent will probably come down. So I say, you know, if you're, if you're going to do a, a lease, make it short, make it one to three years instead of the long five to ten. Right. If it's going to be five to ten, you might as well buy it. I've got a buddy who's working on a restaurant in Apopka, sure. and it's, it's taken forever to, to build out, but it's expensive. You know, when you uh -huh. lease a space to put a restaurant in, you got a lot of expenses there. I mean, mm -hmm. do the landlords typically pay some of those and offset some of those expenses, or is that the, the business owner? Sometimes. It, it's all negotiating how good your broker is. If your broker comes in and says, we'll make a beautiful build-out, we'll be here for 25 years, and you can really sell that to mm -hmm. them, then the landlord will say, okay, well, I'm willing to give you a little bit more 
But uh, if you just come in there and demand it, usually the landlord says, the market's hot right now, move along. Personal guarantee, what is that? A uh, personal guarantee is, let's say you started a, your business and you brought it in and took a lease somewhere, then a uh, personal guarantee is if you decide not to pay your lease and you have four years left of it, you're personally uh, responsible for the remaining four years of rent up front. What do you normally see? Usually the landlord can fill someone in and then we usually let them off the hook because we're not in the business of trying to just grind someone down, especially someone who's having a hard time. Right. So usually it's about six months where they're going to be on the hook for it. And then if you have a good broker, they can get you out of it and sublease it to somebody else. So, I mean, is there, let's say I sign a five-year lease for sure. this commercial property. Would they say, okay, you have a personal guarantee up to like six months or nine months? Would they ever do it like that? The tenant might try to do that, yeah. but typically it's going to be for the entire term. The whole deal. Yeah, if we're going to if we're gonna save that uh, space for you for five years, then we're going to require some guarantee. I mean, take my word on it. If, if you're looking to lease commercial property, I understand that you have a business plan and you know business is going to go great, but you know, a lot of businesses, unfortunately, do fail. If you can try to get out from under that personal guarantee, do it because it can come back to bite you later. So just you're all excited about the business. Make sure you really read through these documents. These lease mm -hmm. agreements are, are a lot of times one sided towards the landlord. Very much. Uh, be very careful. Have a lawyer review them or something because they can really kind of screw up your personal life, too. If, if heaven forbid business doesn't go that well. Absolutely. Saxon's got a couple of properties to show us here today. You're going to take us over to Melbourne. Yes, sir. Brevard County booming. Booming. Tell me about this one. This one's a service station. So this was recently re-flagged into a 76. They went in and did all the signage and the painting and all that. And actually, this is one of the times I did leasing. We put a guy in there. He's doing great now. And uh, he's operating a nice <coughs> lease. And traffic's good. So the owner's looking to sell it for a return. And uh, it's what kind on, of price tag are we looking at here? This one's 950000 for the whole site, including, what is that, 8 to 10 pumps and the inside, outside, everything. So. so when you buy something like this, does the, I mean, there's an owner who's actually running the business inside, I guess, and you're just buying the real estate? Service stations are interesting because usually you'll have the owner of the building running the site. But sometimes if a, the owner has three, four, five, 10, 20 sites, then they'll go and uh, sublease it out to somebody who will run their own business and yeah. they can either rent out the oil outside or they can rent out the inside or both. I always hear about this environmental stuff with gas stations. Nightmares. What, what, what is that? What's the big issue with that? Absolutely nightmares. You have a situation back in the 80s and 90s, you had fiberglass tanks and iron tank caps. And uh, in Florida, everything rusts. So all that oil would come out and go into the, the ground all around there. So if you have that problem, you have to go in and usually uh, the feds put some pressure on you and you got to dig it all out and put new soil in there. The good yeah. thing about ones by the beach is it's so close to the salt water. The salt water washes a lot of that oil out really? over time. Yeah. So you get away with a little bit more. But nowadays, everything's so up to code that it's uh, more of a, a 90s issue. So gotcha. just watch the age. All right. One more property here for Saxon. A little bit further south, Boynton Beach, uh, South Military. Tell me about this. So this is a eight and a half acre piece on the corner of South uh, Military and Coconut down in South Florida. And uh, we had Walmart go in there in 2015 for a ground lease. They built that entire building on their own and paid for it. And they've Walmart built it. Oh, yeah. And they're renting that ground for another 15 years. And then a gosh, six, five year, 16, five year options on top of that. So 90 years from now, plus there's a Dunkin' Donuts, a dentist, a nail salon, and then one of those new smoke shops. So. I imagine having Walmart as a tenant's probably pretty decent. Uh, it's decent great. Gig, we huh? don't bug them. They don't bug us. And, hey, they just uh, send checks. They just send Timely checks. They, checks. They pay all of the expenses. Unbelievable. What kind of price tag if I'm looking to invest in something like this? Eight and a half acres down there just for land would be probably close to seven to eight million. The whole thing with the income is only 10, 10 million, 60,000. So what kind of person would buy that? I mean, is this like a huge 
corporation, a, a real estate trust out of California, or are like individual people buying things like this? Um, well, it, they're all coming from the Northeast, and you'd yeah. be surprised. There are a lot of private guys who have a lot of money. Is that and right? So uh, the larger institutions are usually um, less inclined to go after a development case. This has a corner piece that's also included. It has an acre, so it's probably going to be a private buyer that takes it down. No kidding. Mm-hmm. Nice life. Nice to be them. Keep up the good work, man. Yeah, yeah, You're going to stick it. around for the real estate roundtable, I Absolutely. hope. All right, we'll see you in just a minute. Thanks. Now... You used to work here, Rob. <laughs> Welcome back to WKMG, first Thank of all. You, Rob Rodders here. He's a broker associate with Stockworth. I hear this broker associate thing sometimes. What does that mean exactly? So broker associate means you could be a broker on your own. Uh, in the state of Florida, as a licensed agent, you need to work for a broker. And uh, I could be a broker, but I choose not to be. I choose to I have the broker designation, but I work underneath another broker. Less liability for you, too, Absolutely. probably, right? A little and really, bit. I focus on my business, not the brokerage business. That's really the idea. Exactly. Right? So where, where do you really focus? What part of town? So mostly southwest, uh, Orange County, and then uh, obviously we kind of spill over into other areas. Uh, I've got a listing in Bella Clean that we're going to talk about. Um, also, sometimes working in Seminole County, more luxury communities than uh, anything else, but that tends to be the focus. Yeah. And while Saxon, of course, focuses on commercial, your focus is residential and two totally separate things. I mean, Absolutely. It, it's very hard for one real estate agent to handle both. I mean, sometimes you, you know, maybe play a little bit in both, but I mean, really you should specialize in residential or commercial. Yeah. They're different animals. If you're going to a doctor, you want to go to a doctor who specializes in that area. And the same thing with residential and commercial real estate. So you know how I feel about Florida in general and the real estate market here. What do you see for 2020? Yeah, I mean, we're, we're everything's great. We're looking uh, very encouraged uh, for the new year. The, um, uh, the growth coming to Central Florida and Florida in general, as you mentioned, is very attractive. You talked about what the median home price is for the state of Florida, just under 300000 If you look just locally, um, our board is telling us our median home price in November was uh, 240000 so even more affordable in Central right. Florida than elsewhere. And we see, I think the stat I heard recently, I think it was something along the lines of we're going to add this, the, the size of Orlando to the state. Every, every year every year for the next six years crazy so uh, even a discussion this morning with a with a friend and she was saying that they're buying a house and they were uh, getting conflicting information from another friend saying oh this is a crazy time to buy and i'm thinking well i don't know what they're looking at because everything we look at says this is a great time to buy when you look back on that decision to to leave here basically and become a, a real estate agent what went through your head and do you remember where you were sitting when you finally said you know what i'm going to do this <laughs> i had been doing real estate for about five years while i was still here yeah. so um you know it's it is interesting because we find out that 90% of people when they get licensed uh, in real estate, especially residential, 90% are not in the business 18 months after they get their license. So when you're looking for an agent, find out if they've been in the business more than uh, 18 months because those people who are in it for the long haul are the ones that, you know, they have some they have some runway. They lead up doing something else or they focus on or they have another stream of income. And if you're able to make it, you know, two years in this business, then uh, you're, you're farther ahead than most people. Yeah. While, yeah, I think there's certainly, if you look at the stock market, at a recession approaching, you know, maybe even it's a mild recession. There's definitely a recession coming, in my opinion. And then, when, but when I say that now, people are like, oh, we're going to have another crash of the real estate market like we did in 2008, 9, 10, 11. Do you see that happening? No, you have to remember that real estate is local. So we're talking about neighborhoods. We're talking about where people live. So when you talk about a recession, you're talking national. We don't live nationally. We live locally. So when you see the growth coming to Central Florida, you see home selling here, people still want to be here. The sunshine, the weather we're having right now is spectacular. And the growth, the schools, the restaurants, the theme parks, you know, Universal's adding another gate. I mean, all these things that are happening, those are bringing jobs to our area. So. Yes, optimistic view, perhaps, but I think there's really substance to that. 
So that whole Southwest area that you work in, I mean, we know about Isleworth, we know about the, you know, the, the really expensive communities. Are there any communities kind of surrounding there that are still affordable for people like me? Oh yeah, absolutely. If you're, you're to the West of Isleworth, you're looking, uh, excuse me, Windermere, if you're looking off the 535 corridor, there's new communities coming in there. And then, you know, if you stretch it out even more toward its winter garden, technically, but the Horizons West project, you know, between Horizons West and Lake Nona, that's where all the development is coming for Orange County, the bulk of it at least. Yeah. And so that's where we're seeing people coming in. And so the Horizons West project is a, a huge driver for growth in this area. And you go out there and you're driving through the neighborhoods, Waterley, some of those communities are adding, you know, 30 to 40 homes a month. It's staggering. Yeah. Speaking of comebacks, I will never forget uh, when this whole foreclosure crisis hit in 2008, 2009, one of the most impacted communities that I ever saw was a, a place called Bella Kalina. Right. I mean, they were selling lots there in 2006 for 600, 800,000 that literally you could sell, buy for 20 grand there for a while it was incredible sure. but just like everything else bella Kalina. first of all it's always been beautiful i right. mean the, the golf course the the uh the, the restaurant there the the clubhouse, the clubhouse yeah absolutely a beautiful place it always has been but this place was decimated by the real estate collapse what a comeback. Rob, you've got a property there as well. Yeah, this is on Vetted Drive. This is actually a single story of villa, just under 3,000 square feet and built by Phoenix Companies. This is a beautiful home right on the golf course. This is on the hole number 16 on the signature uh, Sir Nick Faldo golf course. And large pocket doors open up, reveal beautiful home, open transitional area, beautiful kitchen area. The kitchen in this home is uh, rivals what you'd find in a multi-million dollar home. And this really has a great opportunity because being a single story home offers a whole different um, opportunity for buyers, especially senior buyers or those who are really not looking to have uh, multi-stories in their home. This is a great opportunity. That right there is, um, when I look at the kitchen area, great great room area, uh, this is one of the best priced homes in the area, $799 right now on the golf course. And yeah, as you mentioned, if you're out there looking uh, to Bella Kalina, this is a great time to buy in there because there's there's growth coming, there's um, lots of potential for growth. You know, you buy this home, there's a $40,000 club membership that's included. You can ride your golf cart down the street or walk to the um, 75,000 square foot clubhouse right there at Bella Kalina. Wait, so the membership's included? Yeah, yeah. Oh. $40,000 membership included in the purchase of this home. Well, that's, a, that's a pretty big perk. Absolutely. And there are hills down there. I mean, it's kind of like a, a different part of Florida. It's hilly. It's, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. It's, there's hills. There's lakes. It's a guard-gated neighborhood. It really is a destination community and one you should really check now, out. Now, how is it e pretty easy to get to town, too? Let's, let's say you oh, work absolutely. in Orlando. Is, yeah. it, is it hard to get here? Oh, it's a straight shot. Absolutely. It's a very it's, it's a lot closer than people think. I think you can be downtown in 20, 25 minutes, depending on your traffic. Seven ninety nine down in Bella Colina. It's a pretty good deal. If you have questions, I will, I will hook you up with Rob right now. All you have to do is call 407-205-0400. Now let's go to Isleworth. Probably yeah. a little bit more expensive. Tell me about this one. This one's a beautiful home. This is probably the best value right now. This is on the lake. This is on the Butler chain. This is 6117 Lake Louise Drive. This is on Lake Louise, which is on the Butler chain. This sits in a private cove on the lake. So this lake, Lake Louise, is actually surrounded only by Isleworth, which really gives it a nice, distinct feel. And uh, you're in the cove, a private cove. Square footage in this home is only 5,700 square feet, which is actually a smaller home by Isleworth standards. This smaller. Is in, yeah, this is in the um, Isleworth, Isleworth West section. So there's three phases in Isleworth. You've got the main section that we call it the B section for Butler, and then the Isleworth West side. But great home here. This is a great uh, opportunity. There's actually room to add on if it's not large enough for you. Uh, technically a four bedroom. It's got room to add on uh, either a fifth bedroom or an office. 
and they recently redid the flooring in this home. Great opportunity. This is right on Lake Louise, 5752 square feet. Priced at $2,7450. $2,7450. But look, an Isleworth for that size of a house, that nice, I mean, on the lake. Well, you know, on the Butler chain, I mean, we're at 499 a square foot. So anything yeah. under 500 a square foot considered a great buy in all of uh, Isleworth or even Windermere on the chain. Rob Rotter, thanks for being here, buddy. Thank You're you. You're going to stick around for the Real Estate Roundtable, Absolutely. I hope. Sure. All right. And now, without further ado, it's your time of the show. It's time for the Real Estate Roundtable. Every Saturday here on You Have Real Estate, we answer your questions from throughout the week. All you have to do is go to the website, youhavepower.com, and you can ask me questions right there, and we might just address your question next week here on You Have Real Estate. Uh, let's go to... Uh, Sam in Tampa, love the show. I watch on Facebook at You Have Real Estate. I'm thinking of selling my home, but it needs a new roof. What should I do? Do it. Do the new roof yeah, before you yeah. sell it? Yeah, I mean, a new buyer is going to want a new roof. And uh, I mean, no one wants to hear that, but obviously a new buyer coming in knows they're going to need to pay, uh, put in a new roof. You're going to pay for it one way or the other. Uh, Sandra up in Stanford, what down payment do I need to come up with for a commercial property? It really depends on the product, but if you're looking at mid-tier, you're going to need at least 25%. And can like the seller ever hold a note or anything? Absolutely. Or is that, seller uh, financing happens all the time. Do you see a lot of seller financing in, uh, in commercial? Uh, things under $3 million, You'll see it. People trying to sell their businesses, uh, and uh, a lot of times they're willing to take that note because they can get 5 6%, and if they put it in the bank, they're making yeah. two if they're lucky. So. Gotcha. Chuck up in Marion County, I live on a ski lake. It's a small one, but it's skiable. How does that affect the value of my home? Absolutely. It's great. What, um, what kind of effect will you normally see on you know, that? It depends on the area. I don't know Marion County as well, so I'd have to ask a local consultant, somebody who specializes in that area. But absolutely, if you're a skiable lake, you know, God's not going to make any more water. So if you're on the lake, you're um, obviously head and shoulders above everyone else. If it's skiable, even better. Yeah. Uh, will in Sorrento says, Lake County seems to be growing like crazy around me. How do you see the home and property values in Lake County? What do you think? You know what? I'm going to have to let uh, our guest here take that. I don't know too much about residential. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I think you're going to see the same thing. I mean, any of our metro areas, we're seeing appreciation growth. Uh, last, uh, So our last numbers that we're working off of right now show home sales year to year are up 3% and home uh, prices are up, as we already talked about before. I don't think we're going to see anything that's going to change that. Obviously, this is going to be a critical year with an election, but uh, it, you know that's not going to affect the value for most people on their homes and the property values here. Sure. Even if you see a leveling off, that's not, that's not the worst case scenario. I don't see anything that's going to show us uh, going down. John in Orlando, uh, it's going to be a nasty election this year. The stock market's going to take a big hit. How is it going to affect the commercial real estate market? You know what? We, we really only care about the returns when it comes to uh, what the banks are willing to lend and what the Fed's pushing. So if interest rates stay low, then the market will likely hold up. I don't think the interest rates will stay low. I think we'll go back to our typical, which is more like a six or seven on the 10-year yield, which is a eight to nine on the on the private side. So if that happens, I think I think prices will come down. Saxon Evans, hold this. And thanks for being here again, Love buddy. To be here. Good thanks. to see you. Come Good join us you. anytime. Absolutely. Okay? Rob Rotter, awesome to meet you finally thanks. over with Stockworth. You guys are doing a great job down there. Appreciate it. Come thank back you. and see me sometime. We'll do. Thanks. Thanks for coming. Most importantly, thank you for joining me today. If you have any questions about anything we talked about, all you have to do is call. People are standing by right now, 407-205-0400. If you want to start that house hunt right now, you're going to need a pre-approval letter. That's why Dallas Lehman is standing by as well at 407-205-0400. I'm attorney Justin Clark, and I'll see you again right here next week 
for You Have Real Estate. You Have Real Estate with attorney Justin Clark is sponsored by Margaritaville Cottages, Orlando. Thank you so much for joining me today here on You Have Real Estate. Don't forget to check us out Monday through Friday from 6 to 7 p.m. over on Florida Man Radio 105.5 or download the Florida Man Radio app. I love seeing you on TV. I look forward to seeing you on the radio.